This is your one-stop shop for all things deals, discounts and tips when it comes to buying, well, pretty much anything. What have we got for this week's episode? Let's have a little look. It is tax return time. That is bad news, but we don't have bad news without good news on this show. Uh, in better news, there are loads of new Greg's about to open. So, swings and roundabouts. Welcome to False Economy. Powered by Hot UK Deals, the UK's number one app for deals, discounts and freebies. I'm Dick Slayton, consumer champion, sometimes comedian and shopaholic. And beside me, only the best for 2024, we have, both of them are looking at me like, is it me? We'll start with Paul Watson. Hi, how are you, Paul? Hi. Hi, that's a lovely intro. What a lovely yeah. intro. MVPs only in 2024. I didn't want it to make any more sort of competitive um, elements, you know, saying only the best and then say introducing me. and then... Only the best that were available at this time on this day. <laughs> oh, and, and I and I cannot stress this enough. I always do. I, I am very available. That's how I only got this job. That's how do. I continue to get this job. <laughs> I am so available. So thank you for having me. Yeah. It feels like you're experimenting with a beard there, Paul. Talk to me about this. Is this a style choice oh, or just laziness? Bless you for, for pretending I have a choice. Um, <laughs> no, it's laziness. It's pure laziness. I, I like being, I like people saying, referring to it as a beard. I always I almost have like an out-of-body experience when people say I've got a beard because I don't feel like a person with a beard. I'm just someone with stubble that's got out of hand. It looks a lot like a beard. It's, it's style. It's very consistent coverage. So thank you. God, well, this is this is working out really well. No, I did actually think this morning I really should shave and then had 15 other things to do and then got so close. I was like, I can't shave while I'm doing it. That would be rude. Um, So, yeah, it's quite a job. Once it gets this long, it just takes so long to shave it that, yeah, I kind of just had to decide to style it out and pretend it's on purpose. Well, it's working for you. I'm considering a beard (laughs) because I have, I think, three wiry chin hairs now that are in disparate places but I feel like it's just a matter of time before they all get together and do you know what it'll be a relief that's half my face I don't have to put makeup on I am pro getting a beard and on that note Charlotte (laughs) that is probably the weirdest introduction I've ever had in my life I do think I'd rock a beard though I just I I don't know why I've always believed that like I, I just imagine myself with this big obnoxious completely nonsense wizard beard um that's that's the beard I'd go for, which makes even less sense. But I don't know. I think I think that's the mm. one. But uh, yeah, a, a beard for me. I think in 2024, that's uh, <laughs> I found my New Year's resolution. It's taken me two weeks, but <laughs> it has been a long week. This is the first full week back since Christmas party season kicked off, and I hate it. I don't think this five day week thing's going to catch on. It's horrible. <laughs> it's endless. It is hideous. I'm miserable. Has anyone got any good news? Well, I'm ready for Christmas again. No, great, lovely. <laughs> well, let's let's yeah, let's take that energy into item number one on the agenda. It is tax return season. It's all I can see. I'm getting text messages about it, even though I'm not self-employed. It's baffling. Have, have, have you done yours? Has anyone got to do one? I'm not the tax man. You, you can just be said we were getting some good news. You said good Afterwards. news. And then you started talking about tax returns. And I just, I feel like I'm, I've been trapped here. Yeah. It doesn't really raise the spirit, does it? It doesn't <laughs> feel like returns. the tax man does much but send passive aggressive texts and emails. So I've had loads because once I had some shares and as a result, I'm in this system now. So they assume that I'm constantly getting a share payout every year in my life. And I'd love to be. 
say, but uh, that was a once in a lifetime windfall. <laughs> they assume you're kicking back on the British Virgin Islands, like, yeah, awaiting <laughs> yeah. Your, your summons to, to file. <laughs> yeah. I, I feel like those people in that post office scandal, I'm like, show me where the money is. <laughs> you are a comedian, though, and they are notoriously. Yeah, exactly. So I have less money than anybody else. <laughs> like, it's brutal. I'm very grateful. I mean, yeah, I don't think I should have the opportunity to look at how much I spend on comedy because I would be real sad. It's really, really <laughs> grim, isn't it? And I, I, so I think we had the chat before and I, I alluded to having an accountant and I got a whole world of, ooh, get him. Fancy Paul with his fancy accountant. He's doing all right. Yeah. But I would say this is my money saving tip. If you're self-employed um, and you're useless at tax things, which I was, I was terrible. What you tend to do is you overpay. Um, because you're so scared of getting stung or, or like getting in trouble with HMRC. Yeah. And so I used to do my tax for myself and I would pay so much more than I had to because I didn't know any of how to do stuff about like use of home and that kind of stuff. So I actually got told by a mate that you can get an accountant for, I think I pay about £200 a, a tax return, which is, you know, a bit of a sting, but um, they definitely saved me more than that because they actually know how to take the garbled nonsense I send them and turn it into something that actually like presents to HMRC like I'm a, a legitimate human being. And then they definitely know how to like save uh, on various things that I have no idea how to do. So, yeah, I would, I'd definitely recommend it. It's all the little things that you wouldn't know, because I, I had a, a limited company for a while and I obviously needed an accountant for that. Oh, she all, like the random little things that you... <laughs> that you don't know about like, I love that that's fancy yeah I just I, it's it's, it's it, it was just you know clever accounting really um, but <laughs> yeah, when you say no, clever accounting you're clever sounding accounting. a bit like Gary no, Barlow yeah, like, no. clever oh, accounting shit, I've done it now um, no but yeah, there's all sorts of little things like I didn't want uh, my first port of call was Gary Barlow Gary Barlow like, um, but a, no, a company and again, can... I think we we want to lawyer up if we can say that. Oh yeah, but you you can <laughs> gift a, a director like a hundred pounds a year or something in tax free money, basically, or something like that. So your company can buy a director a gift every Christmas of like a hundred pounds for regular employees. It's fifty pounds and things like, that. and it's all this little stuff that like the the challenge is how to get money out of a business without paying tax on it, and that's what accountants are really good at. Um, Essentially, I'm I'm allowed to talk about Gary Barlow though. He has re- he has repaid twenty million because uh, he invested Jeez. in music business that could qualify as a tax shelter. So uh, yeah, could qualify as a tax wow. shelter. Yeah, Oops. it Oof. could. Imagine yeah. all these millionaires. They they they're out there. They're making all this money, and we're getting taxed on our fucking vintage. Right? Like, yeah. And we have to listen to Take That as well. Vintage's a fucking joke enough it as it is. It doesn't feel like that is going to fill the void that the NHS needs, does it? This taxation of vintage, where people are selling things for like 50p and the buyers are going, what about 25? Like, you know how I feel about vintage. But the idea, you know, I feel like vintage is for people who are a bit skin and who are trying to make a little bit of money back. And uh, it just seems... They're really barking up the wrong tree. If people like Gary Barlow have got £20 million that they owe that they haven't done anything about to allow that money to accrue, maybe start with like two or three of them rather than hundreds of thousands of people that tried to sell a dress on eBay. I think it's also, it's yeah. the time. It if is, you work it yeah. out, it costs you more to sell something on Vinted if you give yourself an hourly rate. <laughs> yeah, it's unbelievable. True. It really isn't worth the money. The amount of times I've walked to the post office, it's like 40 minutes away because the machine's 
broken in my local one. And I'm like, I'm just going to throw myself out in front of this car because uh, I might get injured, but it, it would solve the problem. But then, but then based on all that sort of depop problems, I'd message and say, look, I'm in hospital. My my leg's been amputated. And the buyer would be like, why is that my problem, Han? I want this £2 shoe. Like, <laughs> it, it is. It's, vintage is full of Huns. I think that's why I can't quite cope with it, because I will not abide the convention of leaving a kiss on the end of a message to somebody I don't know. And I've got some Hun characteristics. You know, I don't want to attack my kind. But, you know, if I could have afforded a Fiat 500 and could drive, I would have had one in a lovely bubblegum colour. Would but you have put eyelashes on it though? There's a lot of passive aggressive over familiarity. It's like you put a kiss there, you wouldn't kiss me, you would like to poke me in the eye. It's like I don't <laughs> I don't believe I don't believe the kisses are genuine. That's my big grievance. It's the sub stories on Vinted that get me. It's like, oh, you know, you've put this up for five pounds. Someone's like, oh, would you would you take sixteen pence? It's for my daughter for prom. <laughs> and I'm like, it's just what do you mean it's for your daughter? If it's for your daughter for prom, like splash out? Yeah. yeah. yeah it's like, would you accept three pounds? It's like I don't I don't think we should. <laughs> but yeah, it's not as bad as it sounds, though. Everybody was quite stressed about it. And in that kind of way that things sort of blow up out of nowhere, I think you have to hit a certain threshold before you're taxed on it. So for the average person, they're not going to have to worry about it, which is, is good news. <laughs> See, there Very was good some news. good news. It took us a while to get there, but uh, good news nonetheless. Uh, but in better news, apparently, there are 140 new Greggs being built in 2024, oh which God. is. It's kind of a, oh, it's good, but it's bad, isn't it? Because some of the nicest restaurants in Cardiff that uh, I've always wanted to go to and never went to, so I am part of the problem. Some of the nicest restaurants in Cardiff have closed this January because business rates are so bad that they can't function. It's something I've seen a lot of. I think Simon Rimmer's restaurant closed after like decades as well because he just couldn't afford the rent on it. And there's something really bleak about the fact that pretz are springing up everywhere and there are loads and loads of Greggs's, but Greg's. you can't get a mid-price treaty meal now because these lovely independent uh, restaurateurs are not able to operate. Because you know it's not going to hit Pizza Expresses. It's not. I wish it, it those would. those small places that are, you know, special. But, like, who's still going to ask? Someone must be. <laughs> Someone must be. But... People at the airport? I don't know. <laughs> With respect, <laughs> like, if somebody no, just... was like, oh, I've booked somewhere for dinner, it's ask. And I'm like, ask anywhere else to go, please. Like, <laughs> it's absolutely shit. That, you know, it's... It's such a shame because the cost of living crisis, like all the data over the Christmas suggests that people spent less on bigger presents because they're going to spend more this year on treats. Like the holidays are at an all time high. People are saving money because they want experiences rather than things. We had all our things in lockdown. It didn't make us happy. So I think people are trying like to value their time a little bit more. But this doesn't seem to have extended to restaurants <laughs> And I think there's a perception that restaurants putting their prices up is a bit greedy, but obviously prices going up affect the smaller players so much more than the bigger ones that can buy in bulk. It's the same if you think about it for just everyday shopping. It is the same for restauranters. And people don't, I think a lot of people don't want to pay for the work that goes in mm. now to make yeah, you a good I... meal. Like you'd rather have a bang average meal for a tenner than pay 20 for one that's been sort of handcrafted and made with love. Oh, it's tricky, isn't it? It's tricky because there are things that sometimes when you're in a restaurant, you can't help but be a bit, you know, you, like when you get you get scammed on the wine, you know you do. So you, yeah. you know you're overpaying on that. Mm. But on the other hand, sometimes that's the only way they're actually making any money out of you at all. So it's a weird thing. You almost have to say, 
this isn't just the wine that's costing me this it's to also pay your staff what they yeah. need to be paid like like where you can cause, make cause margins i get it yeah and, and you'll be in one of these restaurants with someone who is a wine person and, and you know there are some very lovely wine people but you occasionally get someone who really loathes their wine and they'll make a big thing of just how much they've overpriced the wine but you what they're missing is the fact that often that is the only way to make margin to keep a restaurant afloat and so it's it's, it's like knowing how a magic trick's done right you don't have to be a dick about it <laughs> like it, 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 they have to play the trick somewhere otherwise no one is has got a job right so I, I do always feel quite like protective of especially like obviously family run or small restaurants not not like the, the chains but i do feel like it's it is almost like you go in there knowing they have to rip you off on something otherwise well, you might as well just eat at home right like it, it's, <laughs> yeah. it's they're, they're, they're giving you a service and if we if we're so squeamish about paying for people to cook us a meal then they have to sneak it through some other way right <laughs> yeah because uh it is you know, meals out are a treat, but I think the difference in quality you can get when you don't go to a chain versus when you go somewhere. Because we uh, we found this amazing uh, sushi restaurant in Sheffield oh. that is just a tiny little place, just in a little in an old warehouse, and it was probably about three or four quid more per dish than you pay in like an itsu or a wasabi, where if they basically that. it feels like they come off a factory conveyor belt, and the quality was unreal. Now it did take nearly an hour but it was worth it and we nearly ate the people sat next to us but yeah if you were to operate <laughs> in bad faith you would go away and you two star and you'd go oh my god i can't believe i had to wait an hour but mm. when it arrived it was so good the quality was so good we saw it being made it was so fresh and it it came to about 50 quid yeah for the two of us we were there oh, for about three hours that's amazing some of the nicest things we were absolutely stuffed it was and I think it's worth giving these places a little try. So I think mm. if you have got, not everyone's got the money and we are not being mean about Greg's. I bloody love Greg's. I live I in Greg's, Greg's. Kings Cross. Apparently, according to train line wraps, they had the audacity to send me a train line wrapped at the end of the year. I am obsessed with King's Cross. <laughs> I did 210 journeys. I am. I am obsessed with King's Cross St. Pancras. And they've got this holy trinity of a Greg's, a Costa and a Pret all on one strip just before the uh, the train bit. Oh, and I, I am there all the time. But I think my New Year's resolution... Pret is so expensive. Yeah, though. my New Year's resolution is have a couple less prets and use that money to go to an independent restaurant and give it a try because I would be really sad if the world was just chains. Yeah. So. But they're cheaper. And yeah. there is something to be said for that. And you can get Greg's even cheaper at a Greg's outlet. Oh, talk about that, Charlotte. What's a Greg's outlet? Did anyone watch, also, did anyone watch that um, thing over Christmas of Inside Greg's where they were making those festive bakes or that chicken bakes thing? That woman was on it. Anyway, (laughs) what's her name? Oh, Grace Dent. (laughs) That's the one. She's everywhere at the moment. That woman. Her agent's amazing. Every time you turn something on, she's there. (laughs) But I think that was in anticipation of her going on I'm a Celebrity, though, and then she left after a week, so... She yeah, wasn't fair. as exciting as everyone had hoped. But they, they obviously seriously quality control each one that comes out. And if they don't look exactly right, like the right distribution of crumbs on top of your festive bake, they get shipped out to Greg's outlet stores where you can sort of buy them in packs at like half the price and they freeze. So you can buy a bunch of uh, Greg's pasties and things at like half the price they normally are at a Greg's outlet store, take them home, freeze them and just have them 
at home. She's, I, I think, pretty dreamy. Wow. We've just blown Paul's mind. <laughs> that, that, yeah. No, that's very cool. Um, so they're, they're it's basically, it's because they don't look right, is it? Well, it's like yeah, you can so get that fruit and veg that doesn't look right. Sometimes and, it's things yeah. that are like sort of left over from other stores. Yeah. yeah, and and other times it's things that have come straight off, but they just, you know, it, it's cut the corner off the pastry or something and they can't sell it in the proper Greggs. I mean, they, they, are, they seem to be sticklers for it because they all look pretty much bang on. And anyway, by the time you get a Greg's, shove it in that paper bag and stuff it in your bag. By the time you get round to eating it, it looks like shit anyway. Yeah, so, I've never looked you know, at a it's Greg's. It's going to taste the same. It's not food that you like no. put on a plate and savour, is it? It's food that you eat out of a bag. You don't even see most of it. Yeah. It's like, well, you don't see it because it's in your mouth. Like, I can't say I've ever looked at a Greg's in its entirety. Yeah, it's not Instagram food, is it? It's, no, it's Greg's. I, I well, it know. is, but you do the, the iconic bag. <laughs> and a little sort of yeah. sex, like the equivalent of like a little sexy peak of an ankle in Victorian times, just a little corner yeah. of a Greg's. Just so. lift, lift its dress a little bit and reveal that <laughs> crispy corner. Yeah, so exciting news, Greg's is coming. Bad news, we're losing loads of independent restaurants. So there's a, I mean, keep shopping in both where you can, I think is the... Uh, both have a place. Is the message. Both do have a place, Yeah. But, Pret doesn't, uh, though. I want Pret to come away. <laughs> <laughs> it was Sunshine Saturday last Saturday, everybody. What Sunshine Saturday, please? What is, what what is Sunshine that? Saturday? Yeah, it was that. a PR idea, clearly, that a travel agent came up with that suggested that uh, the first Saturday after Christmas, you know, the bleakest Saturday is the best time to book a holiday. And I guess your adverts show it. You'll know now it's gone from treat yourself, festive feasting to uh, go to the gym. Stop you smoking. Oh, stop smoking <laughs> go. and uh, go on holiday. Um, so <laughs> I'm so sick of the stop smoking adverts. That I'm going to start smoking again to spite them. <laughs> Just I like that idea. <laughs> but initially data proved that this was the biggest day for people looking for a holiday after Christmas, wanting something to look forward to. But some clever brands have now made it a shopping event like Black Friday. Oh, and if you mm. think about it, the more you think about it, the less sense it would make on a day where people are going to buy a holiday anyway to give you their best deals. So I don't know why they're like, oh, it's Sunshine Saturday. Buy things for the same price or possibly slightly more. Uh, I think holidays are one of those things that people shop around for massively as well. Well, they should. You don't, you don't just go, oh, there's a holiday on sale. Better get it because I want holiday. I worry people do. I worry there are two schools of people. There are people that will leave it to fate, will look at the price and go, how bad can it be? There's a pool, all you can eat, all you can drink. And then there are meticulous people that spend six months doing it and then end up with a shit holiday anyway because you can't trust anybody on TripAdvisor um, based on personal experience. I just, <laughs> I, I am the latter, but at the same time, I cannot imagine being like, just going into someone and being like, oh yes, one holiday, please. I have 500 holiday, of your finest British pounds. I would like holiday. One holiday. <laughs> well, Charlotte, this is going to blow your mind then because there used to be a holiday for people who didn't have any money. And I know this because me and my parents were people who don't, didn't have any money called Allocated on Arrival. No. Where you took a budget <gasps> to your travel agent and they just took you to a mystery hotel on the day you arrived. You got on a coach, right? And you had to play the shittest 
game of like guess whoever where you'd pull up to a hotel that was really nice you go is it this one no almost certainly not and then another one and then another one until you got to the very end of the island and it looked like one of those flat roof pubs with a paddling pool outside and you're like oh yes this is us this is what we deserve that was a real thing i feel like I've made this up, but every I now and again like I will tweet it, it and go, is this a real thing that happened or is this a fever dream I had? That was a standard holiday. I'd do that. Allocated on arrival. You wouldn't, not based on the no, experiences I, would, I had. Pure insanity. <laughs> just just to be like, I mean, that, that's an activity. That's not a holiday. That's an activity that you go on with your friends. <laughs> this is kind of when like British holidays were reasonably priced versus abroad. And now the way things have gone over the last sort of decade or so, it has now become cheaper to do a shit holiday in Spain than it is to do a nice holiday that is in the UK. Because we were talking yesterday about Butlins and Centre Parks. So Charlotte's never been to a Butlins before, but she has been to a Centre Parks. So those experiences are not an equivalent but just holidays in this country are so expensive. Yeah, they've got out of hand. Like center, centre parks is is obscene. I remember seeing the price of a centre parks recently. Like someone was saying, we got asked by a, a mate who's much much uh, earns a lot more than we do. Would you like to go to centre parks? Because you know, both got kids. And it seemed like UK holiday. Yeah, fine. He sent the price through, and we were like, "What is this per? Like, is this per?" Per week, per month, per year? Like the, the price was obscene. Per, per cabin. I couldn't believe it. It would have been cheaper to fly to Italy. But you can't but you can't have anything in there without paying an extra cost, because I think it was your brother Paul that had a massive rant about this as part of a show. Where it's like, oh yeah, you've booked Badminton, but you have to pay for a court, and then you have to oh, you want you want rackets as well. <laughs> <laughs> ah. Everything comes at an extra charge, which is because once you're stuck in that little like in, in the little nice prison with the fences up, village, prison, you know, same, same. Uh, you are at their mercy. You know, yes, they can charge £10 for a pint because you cannot go anywhere else. There is no local pub. You are stuck there. But uh, yeah, UK holidays are not cheaper than going abroad anymore, but ooh, at what cost? The one British holiday I cannot <laughs> reconcile the price of anymore is is the, the I mean, do you remember sort of glamping took off? But essentially like it is a glorified yeah. tent now but with a heater like those things are like 300 pounds a night and a bed it's a tent with a bed in it and a heater and i yeah, just and not even in nice places like <laughs> no it's in a field in the arse end of nowhere in like or like in the middle of wales in abercombe flip-flop you don't know where you're fucking going it's in the middle of nowhere you can't get there and it's just it is it's a shack with a heater and they're like oh yes 350 pounds per night please and you can see these sheep and I, I just, I'm like, I can go to, for the price of going away for a weekend, we could get like five nights all inclusive in Turkey or something. Avacan flip-flop, obsessed. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, Fix, you can tell us if that, that will that play in Wales, that comment? Is that, are we all right? Are we fine? Are we cancelled? Or... I'm going to get cancelled. I think I've been there. <laughs> there probably is a place called that. <laughs> Right, so it's time for the quick fire round. Ooh. Here we go. How are we feeling, everyone? Have you been revising? No. <laughs> Have you looked at the price of all things? I did a big <laughs> shop the other day, so I feel like I'm on track. Yeah, well. I, honestly, it does invade your life to the point where I, I remember after 
is it a while back when we first started doing the quick for around and i was looking at the price of stuff when i was just in like a prep or something thinking yeah you should try and remember that remember what you Make paid for that coffee just just in case just in case it comes up <laughs> yeah after this long i've, I've given up i, I gave yeah. up a while yeah. back you probably chart the episode where i gave up but <laughs> for a while i was like must try and remember the price of all these things <laughs> and then you'd ask me about ham every week yeah. i would like to know how much you think in this our year 2024, it would cost to purchase mm. a soda stream. What does it That's come right. with? That's <laughs> right. Get busy with the fizzy. That is the Get marketing off. material. <laughs> no, that's not what right. it says. Don't laugh. Don't laugh. Don't laugh like I've made that up. That was the advert. Soda stream. Oh, Get busy with the fizzy. Get and it was like the, the man. Uh, clean, what I think was obviously a white man trying to do a rap. Um, so yeah, make dry January more interesting with the Terra Sparkling Water Maker from SodaStream. This is the item that's in the sale at the moment, and I'll give you a clue. It's got 41% off the original price. Is it because nobody wants it? That is a question that I don't have the answer to, but it includes a 60-litre gas cylinder and a one-litre dishwasher safe BPA-free bottle. It produces 60 litres of sparkling water. There's one gas cylinder supply. They've they've mentioned that already, but they're clearly really proud of that. And it includes one carbonating bottle with a one litre capacity. Again, this this is the same information, but in slightly different words. Uh, it's it's got a height because you know we love to know how big things are. It's got a height of forty three, a width of twelve point four, and a depth of nineteen point seven. That's all in centimeters. How much? Oh. I, who who needs one? Wow. Like, just go and buy some cans in Heron and have a day off. <laughs> it's a lot of effort. Well, you can like you can make milk fizzy with it, can't you? But I don't know if that's true. <sighs> though, should like, Does anyone want that? Uh, who's having that's what everybody milk? did in the past. Like, in the, that's what everybody did in the past. In the nineties, that's what we were all doing. You got a soda stream. Well, I didn't. It's on my list. It's with hungry, hungry hippos and the things that my parents couldn't afford to get me. But when I went to the houses of other children who had slightly more affluent parents, that's what we did with them. Your dream was fizzy milk. Making milk fizzy in the nineties. What I missed this. It wasn't my dream, it was an experiment. (laughs) It's weird, isn't it? Wouldn't you want to know? If you could know, wouldn't you want Um, to know? And it's half price. I'd pay that to never be served fizzy milk. But you know, yeah, it's not quite half price. It's forty-one percent off. <laughs> okay, I am going to say right. I'm that going in at ooh thirty-eight pounds and ninety-nine pence. Okay, so you reckon the original okay. price was around the eighty-ish mark? Yeah. Good, good, good. Cool, okay, cool. Paul. Uh, I'm. I'll go in forty. I think it's. I think it's one of those things. That, it'll just be expensive. This. And do you know what, Paul? You're absolutely right. Uh, it is expensive. It's sixty-five pounds down from one hundred and ten. One hundred and ten. Sixty-five of your British pounds to make sparkling water. To make your milk fizzy. One hundred and ten. Hundred over a hundred pounds <laughs> to make something that you can yeah. buy immediately. <laughs> But I don't know if that's you've heard, crazy. you can that's get busy with the fizzy. And I think that's important. <laughs> <laughs> I did hear that. I tried to forget I'd heard that because it shouldn't have ever happened. I don't think this is even the classic soda stream, actually. This is just the sparkling water maker. This oh, this God. won't even let you do other flavours. Like, you can't add a syrup to this. This is just the box. This this is a travesty. Anyway, like, let's move on because we don't want to give that any more airtime. Don't buy one of those. No, you know, someone is sat there right now with that tagline who made that up. 
And that I can guarantee you what happened was that was the first thing that popped into their head and they thought, fuck, what stupid shit is that? I'm going to put that down <laughs> anyway just, and then I'm yeah. going to come up with a better idea. And then in the end, they picked five great ideas and got cast shrugs and said, I don't know, get busy with a fizzy. And they went, oh, there you go. Yeah, but it's just, I think <laughs> That's what we wanted. <laughs> where they're going with it and then they didn't land on get fizzy with it. Yeah. Like, it just... Yeah. It's just better, isn't it? You get busy has an implication of sexual content to me, so I, I don't like it. I, it'll make me think someone's dangled their dick in my milk, so I don't want... I don't dangled want their that. dick in your fizzy no. milk. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and I, I don't mean that metaphorically. I mean that it's literally. It's got skin on it. No, it's, it's not no. good. No. Oh! oh, oh Jesus. Lucky Hall, 2024. Uh. <laughs> me? I'm just saying, getting busy with it is generally... I mean... I, I don't want to call Will Smith, but I'm. I, you know, please it's, it's don't put. Please, if you're listening, don't put your cock into the soda stream. Don't do I that. I mean, or as it's Paul said, dangle your dick in it. <laughs> the bubbles might be pleasant, but no. Anyway, well, on to the next item for the love of God. It's the Gordon Ramsay online cooking class. This is another. You know, we love to to draw from this. Well, it's another Virgin Experience uh-huh. day. And there are a selection of 90-minute online courses, which include a curry dinner, a homemade pasta, how to perfect your knife skills or chocolate desserts uh, with the Gordon Ramsay Academy. So not with the man himself. Now, you can have one device booking per household. I don't really know what that means. Uh, so, yeah, you can't you can't share the experience unless you're all gathered around one phone or streaming. 90 minutes. It is live. It's live via Zoom in the comfort of your own home. Expert guidance from a chef you have never heard of. They are talented, but eh, we've never heard of them. Recipes, ingredients and equipment lists emailed in advance. So you don't get that. You have to buy that. You have to buy that shit yourself. And there are a selection of class themes to choose from. You can choose morning, afternoon or evening. And the experience gift pack includes a personalised voucher and a message card. So £30 to watch a YouTube tutorial about cooking effectively, but where you can speak back. Uh, Um, What are we thinking? I think you might have slightly handed a clue there. (laughs) Could I guess? Yeah. Would it be £30? No. (laughs) Oh, okay. You've just said £30. I mean, why would I... I know, but why would I give away the answer for the second week in a row? Ooh, oh, okay. So am I allowed to put that in as my guess? You can if you want. How, how, long, is, how long is the class? Okay. Uh, it is 90 minutes. It's a short one, okay. then. Is it? Mm. 90 minutes. It's quite a long time. 90 minutes is quite a long time to make, to make a meal. And it's not mm. the thirty pounds that you've said. Well, I'm, I'm not. I'm neither confirming nor denying that. That's up to you. <laughs> it's, it's taken on a completely new dimension now. I'm starting to fun, feel like it's I've a been psychological thriller, isn't it? Because <laughs> <laughs> last time I kicked myself because you did give it away and I didn't get it because I thought well you wouldn't have just said the amount and I didn't get it. <laughs> so if you've if you've done this, it'll be like uh, one of the great mind tricks of our time. Like it's like I'm saying I'm saying thirty pounds. Well, yeah, so this no. is oh, this God, cost I, per household. If it's not thirty pounds, like Vix has said, <laughs> then uh, I'm gonna I'm gonna oh shit I don't know. Uh, let's say uh, sixty five. <laughs> oh, so wait, are we allowed to have a guess if it's not thirty pounds? But our our guess is thirty pounds. But we'll yeah, because I think Vix has given it away. No, you but have to commit. Not, you have to commit you? one way. Okay. 
I, how I'm much do you think I'm it's worth? That's the game. I, I, how much do you think it's worth? I'm going to say £65. I'm, st- I'm sticking with £30. And you're correct to stick with £30. I mean, how did I sell that? Because it is £30. Pounds to the point there's even a moment of doubt. <laughs> you you, you said it was £30. Pounds. Pounds. <laughs> I thought there's absolutely no way that she's done that. Oh. She is a, a seasoned professional at this. There's no way she's actually given us the exact price of the fucking... Oh, I, oh no. That's so unfair. <laughs> right, I think we'll... we'll do you know what? We'll, we're going to leave that out of our inquiries. It, it was a really enjoyable uh, psychological <laughs> experiment of mine. That's not going in the spreadsheet, right? I tell the fact that I hadn't fucked it up. No, oh. it's not going to spreadsheet. It's it's like it's it's just two lots this week. That's yeah, on me. I, 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 and... I think we have. I would take no pleasure out of getting a point for that. I just feel like that. <laughs> right. Okay. On to the final of the two uh, mm. lots that we're pricing today. It is an electronic measuring spoon. Exactly what it says on the tin: a spoon with an LCD display showing the weight of what is on the spoon. This is made by Obust, in case that brand resonates with you. Not not for me. And it's available on Amazon. The bowl of the spoon is about that of a tablespoon. And you can measure either solids or liquids and change the units between imperial and metric. But you can only measure a tablespoon on it, really. Well, you could heap it. (laughs) Who wants more than a spoonful of anything? (laughs) Anything I need to measure that strictly... I'm not going to total it in spoons and do the mental maths. Well, don't fucking buy it then. I don't care if you want to buy it or not. I want to know how much it costs. (laughs) Yeah, it it does limit. It means you can measure anything as long as it comes in spoons. Yeah, I can see the limitation. As long as you already need a certain number of enough spoons that you can add mentally. (laughs) This is for the win. (laughs) Well, no, technically for a draw. A win for Paul, a draw for Charlotte. Uh, Oh, yeah, a draw. Charlotte's really pissed off that she can't win now. Look at her face. Furious. Oh, yeah, <laughs> <laughs> right, I'm going to say ten pounds. Oh, I don't think you're okay, far Charlotte, off. I'm going to say alone. I'm going to say nine ninety nine. It's a point, Charlotte. Nine pounds eighty eight for the electronic measuring spoon. Oh, 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 that's hot. That is top draw. Quick fire round. That. That's oh yeah. That is good. It's really cheap. It I'm now tempted to buy it because it's so cheap. <laughs> mm. You were making fun of it just then. I was, but at the same so, time, I've got so many of those weird kitchen, little kitchen gadgets in my house that are useful. Like one of those, so what is essentially a cylinder of silicon that you just roll garlic in and it peels it, which is wholly oh, unnecessary. Yeah. Oh, is that what that's for? Yes. <laughs> yeah. And a tiny grater. I thought it love honey calendar. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I'm, I'm concerned about who can use that. <laughs> right. Anyway, so we'll we'll do a tiebreaker question then. Um, in the January what? sale, in the January oh, wow. sale, okay. Weatherspoons is having a January sale. <laughs> what is the yeah? How, how much is the cheapest pint? I'm going to say one pound fifty nine. Wow. That is cheap. £1.59, like that is... What is, is it a pint too cheap, of? Paul? Oh, it'll be a pint of some oh. disgusting bitter. <laughs> You're trying to tempt me in, eh? Oh, God. You're trying to tempt me in. Or is it um, exactly I'm gonna, I'm gonna... right? Like, who knows? Oh, oh, oh. Sorry. I, I'm, I'm going to go £2. I, I think £2. I think it's higher, but not much. It'll be some filth as well. It'll be some sort of bitter that is yeah. so foul. It'll be an old man bitter. Yeah, and there'll be old people just 
cringing as they drink it, but convincing themselves it's nice. That's my prediction. Well, it is one ninety nine. So they are one ninety nine in the Weatherspoons pint sales, and that is so depressing cool. because everything is so expensive now that that is Ooh. that is a good deal. And you can get a Doombar, mm. a Bud Light, a Worthington's, a Stouffer Press, mm. or just a classic Bud, which you know you, you I'd pay fifty p more not to drink them, but uh, <laughs> yes. Yeah, so there yeah. we go. Well, I tried. I get. I gave another opportunity. So yeah, if you are interested in ethically questionable cheap beer get down to spoons it's a weird end to the show isn't it next week new year's resolution i won't read out the answer uh, that's, that's an action for me uh, you're two for two so no, far if this you year do, if you do read the answer next time it is going to cause absolute mind games two we are going to be but all both over times, the place both times i've got away with it it's because so, paul and i uh, are so trusting just yeah. for fun plant a false price <laughs> unbelievable scenes right that was this week's false economy we've done it we got to the end that's it as always thank you listeners for listening uh thank you paul thank you charlotte thank you for joining me today uh we are always keen to hear your top tips that's uh that's the listener but also you know charlotte and paul share your top tips and deals if you want to and you can visit the hot uk deals forum to share those with us or you can tweet us about it hot uk deals forum is pretty banging anyway so it's worth getting on there that's where i found out all the details about the cheap points if you enjoy the podcast please rate it and review it and if you didn't enjoy it you have 30 days to return it for a full refund terms and conditions apply 